Hi, I'm Dr. Lynn Wagner. And I'm James Miller. In the chaos of today, sometimes it's hard to really know who you are and what you want to be. Join us, the doctor and the stylist, as we come together from very different worlds to guide you towards a life of authenticity and true health. Let's go. We're live right now. We're live from NBC. Awesome. Welcome back, everyone. Yes. We're excited to have you listening to us again. Wow, great feedback uh, from everyone. Thanks for listening to the the first episode. Really great feedback. And um, one thing, I'm not really savvy with podcasting, but one of my good friends told me that I need to ask people to rate the podcast on iTunes. Yes, please. So not to be a beggar, but if you like what we're doing, please give it five stars and leave a review. And what that does is it actually just gives it a bigger audience. Yeah, great. We need it. that's what we want. Mm -hmm. So... I want to share my message. Yes. I got a message, people. Yes. <laughs> so, so today, um, James and I are coming back together again, August 2020, to wow. talk about the current state of society without getting too political, I'm going to sure. say. Sure. I agree. Yes. Not my, Let's not do not that. That's my vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think we want to talk a little bit about what's going on in society from a health perspective, a health care perspective. Yeah. I'm going to call it a sick care perspective um, because there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Right. There is. And um, I, this is going to be good for everyone. I, we were talking what uh, just a couple of days ago and you were you were in one. Yeah, it was I just was one, one of those days. It was one of those days. So I was working in our urgent care yeah. and, you know, we were busier than hell. Um, you know, it was one of those days that reminded me of being a resident where you get to the end of your shift and you haven't had anything to eat. You've barely had anything to drink. I had a mask on the whole time, which made it even harder to drink during the shift. Mm. Um, and it feels good cause you work hard, but it's also just like so mentally exhausting. And I was kind of at that point where I was like, gosh, I feel like I'm back in residency where I was working in a hospital that was, you know, a little bit more, a different demographic, a lot more uninsured, underinsured, uh, illegal immigrants who didn't have health care. Um, and I'm not saying that's what I was saying, seeing in my urgent care, but I was just seeing a lot of people who were really in a lot of physical and mental distress and their only place they could go was an urgent care. That's what I was seeing. Yeah. That's, that's brutal. Yeah. And that hasn't been the norm. And I, and, and that's what made me think, I think we just need to talk about our current state of society and, um, and, and what you can individually do with yourself so that you don't get to that point because it's not, no one else is going to do it for you. Hmm. No one, your doctor's not going to do it for you. All those, a lot of the people that you saw this week, um, what, would you say they came in for? Um, it was, it was all just a myriad of things. It was a myriad of things. And you know, there definitely were people that just had injuries where they had a laceration or a broken bone where you go to an urgent care for something like that. Um, but I think the thing that devastated me a little bit because, and that's, that's something that happens with me with, with doctoring is I, it kind of hits me viscerally. I get, I get emotionally distressed by some of this stuff. And I think that's why, I chose to not leave emergency medicine, but also do a different form of medicine to kind of like balance out that type of work because I would see these people who, um, I knew there was a better way to live, but you can't give them that information in an emergency room setting. Right. So I wanted to be able to give that information out. Um, so what I was seeing, I I would say the general theme that I saw were physical bodies that were so weakened by a lifestyle that they succumbed to all these different things, diabetes, high blood pressure, infections, 
um, depression, mental health stuff. And I could see in their bodies, like if they had known or if someone had taught them or if they had taken that initiative to maybe eat healthier or exercise or all of the things that come with lifestyle. And I'm saying this with, without a judgment, because I know that the reason people don't live that lifestyle isn't their fault always. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, but, but I saw in these people, these bodies that if they had been given the gift or taken the initiative to live that healthier lifestyle, there's no way in hell they'd be in the urgent care. They wouldn't have the diabetes. They wouldn't have the infection. They wouldn't be depressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I saw. What's an age range that you see? I mean, I'm sure that's all over the board too. Um, newborns. Yeah. To ninety something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't uh, see. We don't see very very many octogarians. Yeah. That's how you say hundred. Octogenarian. Octogenarian. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. Um, you know, every once in a great while, but not that often. But I would say anywhere between you know newborn and nineties is. So- so Classic. somebody um, that you're saying just comes in kind of broken down uh, physically, mentally, where do they even begin? And that's, that's the cool thing. And that's, that is the cool thing because it doesn't matter. And this is what I see in my private practice. You know, I used to think when I'd have a, a older elderly person, elderly person come mm. into my office and I'm just gonna be really frank about this. I, for a while was like, oh, this is really tough because you've already lived so many years a certain way. How am I going to, as an integrative medicine doctor, even put a dent in what you've done to your body or what's happened to your body, right? right? Mm -hmm. Because I have people in integrative medicine who come and they're on 20 prescription medications and they're sickly. It doesn't matter. You can always feel better. Are you going to, you're not going to feel perfect. I'm not going to make everyone feel perfect, but you can always feel better no matter what age, no matter what disease you have. Mm -hmm. That's the cool thing. So. Yeah, no, that's that's a great way. It doesn't to put matter, it. Right. and that's why people get so stuck where they're just like, it's over. Like I've totally ruined my body. You know, I've got bad knees. I'm morbidly obese. I'm horrifically depressed. Doesn't matter. Any of those things, you can improve somewhat with your own doings. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I I come in and for a lot of these people, because they don't think that way, because like you said, they they feel broken. It's like, well, how do I change this? Right. And it's probably going to be prescription meds. Right. It's an, an artificial way to make me feel better. Right. What is the first step? Um, what is the first step? We talked about this last time. It's awareness. Yeah. It's awareness that, hey, I don't feel right. But like I come in today and I clearly need help. Right. And I don't want to leave this office until I have some sort of understanding of what I'm going to do when I get home. Right. So, um, obviously if you feel really bad, there's something really bad going on, you get drugs or you get a procedure and that's totally okay. Mm -hmm. Like that's why Western medicine is amazing and wonderful and I still practice it. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, you can also do other things. And, and people who know me and follow me know that food is where I always start because it's just so easy, you know? And I want to also admit that when I talk about food and I talk about nutrition and I talk about living this great lifestyle, I am trying to be empathetic to those people who can't afford food. Right. Because right now, like, that's the reality. Of and I was going to say, because for a lot of people, I don't, it's probably not easy. No, right. So I want to be empathetic to that and realize that sometimes when I get on this, this you know, box and I start talking about nutrition and wellness and this wonderful lifestyle, um, I do realize that there are people right now who have food scarcity and they are struggling with that. And, and, you know, obviously that breaks my heart. So, so, but, but there are still a lot of us who can afford food. And even, even those people who are getting food stamps or getting assistance, um, you know, I went to the farmer's market this morning in, in Door County and I spent 
not very much money. And I literally bought five bags full of vegetables, you know, That's awesome. and it was funny. Cause my daughter was like, mom, why are you buying so many vegetables? And I said, well, we eat a lot of vegetables, honey. She's like, well, I don't. <laughs> so, so I also want people to realize yeah. that it's always a work in progress for all of right. us and, and it ebbs and flow for me. But, um, yeah. So, but I, I start with food a lot because, yeah. because people understand what food is. It's not too scientific. It's not complicated. Um, it doesn't ha- you don't have to be a chef. Like you can literally just eat raw carrots and, you know, buy eggs and eat whole food without being a chef. And that's really the first place to start. So yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what I tell people to start with. And, and when people are really, really broken and they're really, really embedded in that like Western, um, society diet, which we call the standard American diet. So when people are really, really stuck and they're like completely unawake, do you know what woken? standard American diet is? Yeah. Break it down. Sad. Right. S-A-D, no, know, right? Yeah, oh man. For sure. For yeah, sure. It's truth. It is. It is. And so, so on a tangent, the standard American diet is what we as America as a whole feed ourselves and our families. And it's, it's high in um, meat. It's high in bad fats, which we'll talk about some other time. It's high in processed foods, which means foods that have been, you know, filled with chemicals and dyes and preservatives and they're packaged. Um, and it's very, very high in sugar and sugar is like death, right? It's so, so that's what the standard American diet is. And that's what has created this, this epidemic of obesity and, and disease that we see, which is obviously so apparent. I mean, we can't, I don't need to talk about that. So, um, what I tell people who are so embedded in that diet is let's not think about putting you on a diet. I'm not putting you on a diet. We are going to put you on, we're going to talk about what your diet should be as a noun, not a verb. Mm. Right. And so, and you don't have to even start about like, start like taking things out of your diet. I actually tell them like, don't even think about taking the soda out and taking the sugar out and all that stuff. Why don't you just start by drinking more water and eating a little bit more vegetables, baby steps, baby steps. Like that's all you have to do. It's, it's as easy as that. And you have to also just like open your eyes and start listening and reading. Get, get information. What if, I mean, there's gotta be so many people out there. You know, I struggle with it too, that it's, you're, it's really difficult to help yourself, right? Yes. Like self-help, self-care. Totally. That, that's a I challenging really, <laughs> thing. Horribly right? challenging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I try every day. So your suggestion then you, we are, you're starting small. Super small. And if you already know how to do that, then do the next thing. Then be like, okay, I'm going to start eating whole grains instead of refined carbohydrates. So instead of doing crackers and chips and pasta and bread, I'm going to start using learning how to use quinoa and barley and whole, uh, you know, wild rice and Delicious. ancient grains, which are tricky. I mean, when I started using them, when my oldest girl was in, I think third or fourth grade, her, one of her teachers was kind of a natural person. And she came home saying, mom, you know, so-and-so teacher said, we need to try this thing called canoa. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, yes, I, had right. no, I, I no. had no idea what it was, <laughs> canoa, you know? Great. And so it's just like learning how to use these things and learning how to prepare them. Cause that's a learning curve. So you have to Google it and be like, okay, how do I make quinoa or quinoa or whatever you want to call it? Yeah okay, I have to rinse it first and then I have to cook it with water and, oh, actually it tastes better if I cook it with chicken stock. And, you know, there's so many levels. So let's... um, I'm still learning every day. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah, and I love it. How about you describe how you feel when you're in... Because, you know, clean eating or healthy eating in that way, it it becomes a lifestyle that and that will take time. Yes, right? it takes you. I mean, it takes because, like you said, you're still, describe how you feel though when you're in that mode. 
of just, clean eating? Just clean eating. Just clean eating. Oh, I would say, and I, I love talking about this with my patients because I, t- I, I'm pretty honest that my lifestyle isn't always perfect, but I say, if I stick with my clean eating, it really makes up for some of the other stuff that might not be as healthy. Like what? You know, like if you're not exercising as much or if you're having too much stress, like if, if you look at my, my, I would say demons or my things that are harder on my body, it's hundred percent stress. It's um, lack of sleep. Cause when I get stressed, I don't sleep as well. Um, it's too much wine. You know, it's, um, I'm trying to think what else. Those are the big ones, maybe isolating. Cause I, I tend to like to work a lot and then just hang out with my very small family and maybe not socialize as much as I should, you know? Those are just my personal things. Everyone has them. <laughs> that is the truth. So, but, yes. but when I maintain, um, really regular clean eating and for me, that's doing a green smoothie every single day. I see I, one right I now. See one right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, looks really good. How is it? it? It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So I drink a half blender full of vegetables every day Yeah. before I go to work or before I do anything. And then, um, it's exercising every single day and it's, um, getting several more servings of vegetables throughout the day not eating a whole lot of sugar and, um, not eating a whole lot of refined carbohydrates. It's as simple as that. That's it. And not, really not many processed foods. I do. I, you know, I'm not as good on the weekends, obviously, but, but it, it helps out a lot. And then, you know, it's to a point where I love the fact that like, I can tell if it's not, if I'm not really following my own rules as well, because I just start to feel more tired. My brain, I get more brain fog. My sleep isn't as good. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So you're just more on edge, all right. of it. Yeah, more on edge for yeah. sure, for uh-huh. sure. So, you know, and I think, you know, I think um, we're, we're going on a tangent here about clean eating. I think backing up to what I saw in urgent care and yes. what's going on in our society and what our audience can take away from this today is um, we're going to be seeing a lot more distress. We're going to be seeing a lot more disease, mental health stuff. I'm writing far more prescriptions for antidepressants now than I ever have in my life. And I'm an integrative doctor. So my job is to actually get people off drugs. Right. Um, and so, so as that's happening, how can we help ourselves and help others around us who we love get through this? And this is where I'm telling you, and this is where people are calling this. It could be like the great rebirth for all of us, right? It's horrible right now, but how can this be a rebirth where we say, okay, what wasn't working? What wasn't working and what can I do differently now? And take baby steps. Yeah. And I, but I think for a lot of people, it's, it's really difficult to talk about. Oh, right? yeah. With your friends, family. Yes. Even with your doctor. Yes. It's really hard to well, open up. It is. And it's, you know why it's hard with your doctor right now? Because they don't have any damn time. <laughs> that too. You can't, you can't open no. up to your doctor right now because they don't have any damn time. Wow. They are so busy and they are being, they are being clamped from both sides to see more patients and the patients are sicker. The patients are on more drugs. They're more complicated. Like, you know, people come to me all the time in in my integrative practice because I have between 30 and 60 minutes per patient. And they say, you know, I asked my doctor what I could do about this. How could I change my diet? And they are always horribly disappointed in their doctor. And I always tell them, I say, look, I said, first of all, your doctor got between six and eight hours of nutrition education in their seven to 12 years of medical training period, unless they did it on their own or did further CME, right? Like I did. Um, or they have five minutes to see you and they have five patients waiting and maybe 50 patients they have to see that day. So they got to fill that quota. They, and they had to fill that quota. They like, 
they physically don't have time. Like when I do work in urgent care shift, if we see, you know, on average, you see somewhere between 25 and at the really high volume months, like influenza season, we'll see like 60. Um, if someone asked me how to change their diet, I would just be like, whatever. <laughs> not today. <laughs> Sorry, son. dude, I'm going to yeah. go right. <laughs> maybe not save a life, but like yeah. sew up a really big gaping wound or something. Oh, man. I'm not going to talk about diet right now. No. So, so we're in crisis mode. Our healthcare is in crisis mode. We're just trying to like plug the holes and it, and the holes are just like blowing out right now. So, Damn. so your healthcare system is not going to fix you right now. I'm not right. saying the healthcare system is wrong. I am part of the healthcare system. I believe in doctoring. I believe in the healthcare system. Um, it's just slightly broken right now. And so, so the only thing we as a society can do is we can take the reins back and we can work on it ourselves and not be as reliant on the healthcare system. It's the only way it's going to work. That's the only way it's going to work. That's the only way. And that's the way it should be. Right. Period. Right. Yeah. Well, sometimes you got to open, open somebody's eyes. Right. So, so I think, you know, when, when you ask me like, what's the first thing you can do? Um, I think food is the great, is a great place to start. So just look at yourself, look at, look at your pantry, look at your, um, refrigerator, look at the garbage, the wrappers that are in your garbage without judgment and without shame. Cause it's okay. Like you, we have lived our lives with, with companies marketing complete crap to us and making it look super sexy. Right, like if right. you eat this, you're going to be amazing. Yeah. You're going to be cool. And you know, that's a whole nother story. Mm. So it's not your fault and, and, and you're raised a certain way and there's tradition, et cetera, et cetera. But just look at what's around you and ask yourself, is this food or is this a food like substance? Wow. <laughs> Yeah. And then, and then choose food instead. Yes. Right. Yeah. Which actually I would, I think I tell all my patients by the book, um, food rules by Michael Pollan. Yeah. Um, if you, if you have 10 bucks, go on Amazon or go to, go to the bookstore. Like, are there really even bookstores anymore? Um, Not right now. go somewhere and buy food rules by Michael Pollan, P O L L A N and read that. It's a super short read. I tell my patients to put it on their toilet and they can read a chapter every yep. time they go to the bathroom. Totally. <laughs> um, it's just, it, that was one of my awakening books for food. Hmm. That one. And then, um, Barbara King solvers, uh, food or it's like animal miracle food or something like that. I can't remember the title, but it's Barbara King solver, K I N G S O L V E R animal miracle food or something like that. But that was another, that's a lengthier read that you'll want to kind of read it on vacation or something. And that will open your eyes to food and nutrition. And then, um, that's it. Start there. Yeah. No, that's exciting. Eat more vegetables. Yeah. Eat more vegetables. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's simple. It. So I'm, I'm talking a lot. I mean, you know, we could wrap this one up and then, and no, that's then, great. Is there anything else that, um, you know, current state of society and the questions you have about, thoughts any thoughts you have no i I, th I think one thing that we um because this is a lot of incredible information and i think what we need to do is reach out to our listeners yes and give them our contact information so if they have questions we'd be happy to answer questions while we're doing this right yes i mean big time we want to engage i'm so glad you said that i actually thought about that early this morning that i needed we need to ask our audience that question yeah so. we totally should because we have a form for what we're going to talk about on this podcast but we also have the agreement between each other that we're going to follow the lead that we're given with our from our audience yeah so we're going to no we're going to give you what you need if we know how to give that yeah <laughs> well, or we'll bring what, in the we'll, guests who can do it for us well when we throw this up we'll uh, throw our email on there i believe it's doc and james show at gmail.com if I'm not mistaken, I believe so. Um, 
but no, please submit and any question you have, we'll do a little segment at the end of each uh, pod and and dive into those. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. So totally. so take that food for thought. Food for thought. Love yourself. Think about what you're doing, and think about if there's a better way to do it. Yeah. And let's heal ourselves. Amen. Amen. All right. Until next time, thank you very much. 